friends welcome back to another episode i'm jackie i'm nicole this is so good so far podcast this is our 10th episode Ooh, we're so excited it's our 10th episode it probably doesn't seem like that much but like 10 weeks that's yeah. a big deal and that's yeah. just like since we've been recording it really feels yeah we've been doing this for months months i mean it just feels really good because i mean 10 episodes of editing like when you do something 10 times it feels like you kind of like sort of start to have a handle on how to do it yeah yeah and then right before we're recording this we hit 1000 downloads yeah overall. which is also so exciting yes and that's so we're av- i mean we're averaging more than 100 per episode which is which is pretty good really surprising to me because like I mean, we yeah we don't have a platform we're nobodies we literally are so it's a pretty big deal for us um so we just want to say thank you guys so much yeah thank you so much for for listening listening. and this is so it means so much yeah this is so fun yeah it's i'm never like ugh, we have to do this you know it's just like it's always always excited so fun Mm -hmm. and i can't believe we did it i mean we really like put it all together and so this is the last episode yep all right guys (laughs) done 10 episodes we're out we're gonna leave now we Um, just wanted to reach this milestone Oh, well, um, in other news, on the day that we're recording this, Taylor Swift released a new episode or a new album. Well, she's releasing it tonight. Yeah. She's releasing a new album tonight, a sister album to Folklore. That girl busy. She's busy. She's put out technically. Folklore was like really good too. Really good. And didn't she like write it really fast? Yeah, it came out really fast because she, I just read something that said that some of the songs on Folklore were inspired by like she was having all these movie nights and quarantine with her boyfriend and like she was just seeing all these really great movies and stories and it just gave her inspiration to write and like a lot of her songs on folklore are just like stories that don't really have they don't really have to do with her specifically it's more like she's telling someone else's story she's like i'm not gay betty is not about (laughs) me (laughs) also when we released this episode that'll be on my birthday so also tonight is the first night of hanukkah and taylor swift is presenting us with our first gift wow today when we're recording is the first night or Uh, yeah tonight tonight when we're recording and then how many days is it again uh eight okay 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 right Wait, when does it go to i was just listening to an episode of girls gotta eat this morning and they were talking about yom kippur right that's how you Mm -hmm. say it and Raina is Jewish. So she mm-hmm. was talking about celebrating Yom Kippur. And Ashley was like, I cannot keep up. She's like, I don't understand Jewish holidays. She's like, I'm listening when you tell me. And I just, it, ju- it just doesn't compute for me. She's like, it starts on a day. I hear it. I just can't. It doesn't ever stick. <laughs> I was like, that, That's I mean, it kind of makes sense me. because um, a lot of them are like several days, right? Yeah. Or is that just one? Passover, I think, is like three days. Okay. And is Yom Kippur multiple days? No, Yom Kippur is only one day. But the hard thing about Jewish holidays is they don't start on the day. They start at right. sundown. Okay. And is it a date or is it a day of the week every year? Like It's the- different every year because it's not on our calendar. There's a separate Hebrew calendar. Like, do you know there's a different – it's a different year in the Jewish calendar. I guess I knew that kind of. Do you um, want to guess what year it is? What year it is? Does it even relate at all to 2020? Like, is it 
even in a similar... The reason why it's different is because we don't believe in Jesus. Right. So, so there's like no like... AD. Yeah. So it just kept going. So it's like 3,000 something? Uh, it's more than that. Is it in, is it in the thousands? Yeah. 5,000? Yeah. 5,327. No, but I like that. I like how close your guess is. It's close? It's pretty close. It's uh, 5,780. <gasps> Isn't that wild? 5,780. 5,780. Do you think the world's still going to exist then? In 5,780? Like in regular? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In the biblical calendar? Is that I don't think so. I think that... So I think we have, as a society, well, the world's going to exist. Right. We're just not going to be able to put time on it. Yeah. I think that humans have about 100 years. <gasps> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. With global warming, there's like 100 different ways that global warming or like just like environmental factors are going to wipe out our population. How? You don't want to know. <laughs> No, you don't. I know you, and I know you don't want to know. You're going to be paranoid all the time. Okay, you're right. You're right. I won't look it up. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, it's happy Hanukkah. It's too hot because I'll just, I'll just off myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. If you listen to our last episode, you're like, I will not do the heat because too hot to end me. <laughs> I literally hate the heat. If you know one thing about me, I will like step out in the sun and be like, no, I'm too hot. <laughs> It could be like the dead of winter. You're like, I'm sick today. It's to like be. 84 degrees. But when it's cloudy, I'm like, catch me outside in the park, it's on fun. a hike. It's a no. no, you know what the best is? Is like October when it's like 65, but mm-hmm. like sunny. Yeah. Like perfectly sunny, but yeah. like 65, blue skies. Like, it's like room temp outside. Uh-huh. Room temperature outside. That's Nicole. <laughs> Nicole always needs to be room temperature. You need to be room temperature. You like go outside, you're like, it is not room temperature out here. <laughs> Where's my bubble? <laughs> That's literally me. You're like, Jeffrey, I told you, I don't do other temperatures. I only do room temperatures. And if it's not room temperature, what did I say? He's like, sorry, miss, you said get the bubble. Yes, the bubble, Jeffrey. Jesus Christ. How many times do I have to ask to be a fucking hamster? <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen anything like that come out of your body. That was a real improv moment for you. Oh my god. Jackie deserves an Oscar for that. So, I'm trying to think of any other news that. I think I just sold a hair. There's a hair in. Nicole's White Claw. White Claw, sponsor us. Because Please, White Claw, sponsor us. We literally have a White Claw every time we record. Or yeah. a fat tire on Jackie's end. I do but love me a good fat tire. I've been trying to cut down on the beer. Yeah. It's making me pudgy. Shut <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. like, I only eat tomatoes, but the beer is really coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beer. Mm-hmm. Um. So what about you? What's going on? Nothing really. I was trying <laughs> to think of like things that happened this week. Like on my days off, I just was cleaning my apartment and then recording the podcast on the other day for last week. Mm-hmm. So whenever I have a day off, I'm either recording or cleaning my apartment and like meal prepping and stuff for the week because I never have two days off together, which sucks. If I want two days off together, I have to request it. 
because we're open every day of the week oh. at my job. And so wait, what are your usual days off? Thursday and Sunday right now, but like it could change in the future, but it's like really unlikely that I'd get scheduled to have two days off in a row. And so I have to request it if I want that, like want my two days to be together, which kind of sucks. But again, I don't need to be like going out or spending any money because I'm not even broke. I'm in incredible debt. So I wish I was just broke, but we haven't even reached that level. So I'm trying to just... I wish I was just regular broke. I know. I wish I had just had That's the American dream is just being regular broke. Regular broke. Just being flat broke. American dream. Yeah. Not in the red. Um, But this week and last week, I've been watching a show and I also watched a new movie and I've been finishing a book. And I want to talk about those things because I love hearing recommendations on podcasts of like what to read or what to watch or what to listen to. So... I hope you guys love it, too. Um, Because we're doing it. (laughs) Yeah, we're doing it. Just strap in. Um, The book I'm finishing is called To Shake the Sleeping Self. It's like a pretty well-known book, I think, but it's about this guy. Never heard of it. You've never heard of it? Okay, (laughs) shit. Well, it's about this guy who rides his bike from Oregon to Patagonia. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. And he, like, documents it. Well, he kept a journal and stuff, and so he wrote a book about it, and it's so good. It's so interesting, and... I just feel like I really relate to the guy who mm-hmm. wrote it. Um, it's by Jedediah Jen- Jenkins. And he, I just feel like we have really similar personalities, like the way he describes like his thoughts and the fact that like he just wants to like be good and he doesn't want to break any rules and he's always worried. Like he goes with another guy and that guy's very like, well, we'll figure it out. Like it'll be fine. And Jed, Me? I know. And Jed is the author and he is always like, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? What if, what if, what if? And that's so me. So it's just Do you been feel really... like those type of people like compliment each other though? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I think feel... that's why like yeah. we are good, a good team. Because yeah. I'm always like, what about this? What about this? So I'm thinking about like other little things and you're like, we'll figure it out. Like it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And if you have two people who are like, what if this happens? What if this happens? You're never going to like go on the adventure part. You're never going to yeah. do you're the fun stuff. Worried. Like. That's and then in, if you have two people who are just, like, really relaxed, you're just never going to get off the couch and do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So it's, like, you kind of need that, like, balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, I mean, and I, I'm not finished with it yet. I'm, like, about three-fourths of the way through. But highly recommend. It's really, really good. He basically quits his job and rides a bike for a year and a half from Oregon to Patagonia. It's, All I can think of is how much your ass would hurt. I know. I guess it's, like, he said at first it was, like, he was really sore and then you just like kind of acclimate would you ever do that i think it would be really fun i've said before i'm not a bike rider yeah i'm not a bike person however there are some parts like would you do like a like the pct yeah i would do that yeah, i've heard of I people do doing i've heard of a lot more people doing the um appellation yeah and that's less i think i i think i like the like parts of the pct yeah better like i feel like the oregon washington and like north california part would be really nice and then Mm -hmm. obviously the vancouver part yeah like the british columbia i would actually love to do something like that like it sounds really cool you know it'd be so cool what if we if we we did did it and and we did a podcast (laughs) god all right guys stay tuned people are shutting it off right now you guys are insufferable Like I can't, t- can't. They're like, it. I literally hate this podcast. I'm turning it off. So <laughs> that'd be so cool. Though. That would be so fun. <laughs> Once again. Oh yeah, it's easy. Let's just fucking do Let's it. Let's just do it. Let's I'm in shape. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the book I'm reading now. To the important part. 
the TV recommendations. Two, Hulu Originals. Hulu is actually, like, really good with their originals, in my opinion. I don't think I've watched that many Hulu Originals. There's, like, I haven't either, but, like, the ones I've seen have always been good. Especially, like, the like the films. I don't know. So, the first one is I watched the movie called Run with Sarah Paulson. She's, like, the mom. She has a daughter who is disabled. Like, she's paralyzed, and she has diabetes, and... um. I think she has a heart arrhythmia and asthma. So she has all these issues. And basically, you can see in the trailer that, like, the daughter is kind of like, am I a burden? Like, and then it becomes like a thriller. It's a thriller, basically, that the girl starts to find out all this stuff about her past and, like, about her mom. Anyway, I don't want to give anything away, but it's really good. And I would highly recommend it if you're just looking for, like, a fun thriller. It's definitely different than some of the things I've seen. Like, I've seen this trope before, which, like, I won't say what it is because it kind of gives it away. But it's not something that hasn't been done. But, like, the way they did it was really good. And I just love Sarah Paulson. She's just, like, Mm -hmm. really great. So that is my movie recommendation, Hulu original. Last but not least, I've been watching this show on Hulu that's also Hulu original called A Teacher. And it's, have you seen the previous part or anything? Yeah. It's basically like a teacher who's hooking up with her student and they're releasing it. First of all, they're releasing it week by week, which like read the room. People mm-hmm. are in quarantine. Like, okay. They're releasing it week by week, which sucks because I want to watch it. I want to binge it. But I binged like the first four episodes because I hadn't watched it. And it's also really good. It's done very well and it feels very realistic. Like not just the main storyline but the whole sh- the show as a whole just like the way that people talk like it's based in like this date like it's based mm-hmm. in present day there's like some scenes at like a frat party or like on a college campus or at a high school or at this diner in town and like it all feels very realistic whereas some shows like just don't really do that justice and it's obviously like disturbing in some ways I mean, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I would wa- I would watch it. Nicole's like highly disturbed, so yeah, we don't know. So it's hard to say. I mean, it's disturbing to you. It's a really interesting show, and I think the acting is really good. And it's just like a really captivating to- like um, story. So you want to keep watching. I'm watching The Crown. Oh my gosh, is it good? I've heard like it's really so good. good things. Yeah, I'm only still in the first season, but it's really good. I just love, I just love like history. And I love shows that, like, depict real history because I love when something happens. You're like, oh, my God, that really happened. I can't believe that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, about Princess Diana, right? That's the new season. I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. My dad's like, spoiler, she dies. And I'm like, oh, God damn it, Dad. (laughs) Not again. Um, But, yeah, I I don't mind spoilers. Like, I like knowing what happens. So, yeah, I I really like knowing, like, what happens. That's why I like shows about history because it's, like, I can look up what happens. And I like being like, oh, my God, I can't believe that actually happened. Mm -hmm. So I'm just on the first season where Queen Elizabeth gets, like, crowned. Yeah. It was actually – it started on King George. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's get into it. All right. So – Do you have anything else? I don't. Okay. So today we are talking about the worst dating stories or just crazy dating stories. Uh, we're we're going to share yours. We're going to tell ours. 
just because it's Nicole's birthday and we want to do something fun. Yeah. And Nicole has the funniest dating the funniest stories. stories. They're so bad. I guess I, I before we go into it, I do want to say two things. The first one is that if you listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or you have an iPhone and you have five seconds to spare, you should go on and give us five stars mm-hmm. and leave us a review if you have even a little more time and if you subscribe then it will notify you when we put out new episodes um it'll also this, notify you on spotify if yeah you on spotify. oh yeah if you like like if you like it on if spotify, you follow, or it. You follow yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. so do that if you want it really helps us gain visibility on apple Podcasts. and now that we have a thousand downloads we feel like we could gain like a little bit more traction so yeah. we just wanted to ask if you guys would do that um Secondly, I'm just going to preface this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this episode needs a big-ass preface. Some of these... So we're reading your stories that you wrote in. We're also telling our own stories. We don't really ever talk about, like, dating or sex on this podcast. It's not that type of podcast. But some of our stories are centered around that, like maybe a hookup or something. And so just a forewarning to, um, you Dads. know, my parents... <laughs> <laughs> and anyone else who's listening to this if you don't want to hear about that it's not going to be like totally raunchy or anything but just stay tuned if you want to hear funny stories because they are sure hilarious but really recommend if you are our parents or just an older person that maybe doesn't want to think of us as not innocent as not children. celibate <laughs> as um then i would suggest just turning it off also if you're very religious Probably not for you. Yeah. Sex before marriage happens. And if you don't want to hear about it, good on you. Turn it off. Yeah. However, if you're looking for a good laugh, <laughs> a great shock in many of these stories, not just ours, you guys really delivered with some shocking stories. Um, stay tuned mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> just gonna go back and forth and read the stories mm-hmm. that you guys wrote in which are hilarious yeah <laughs> i'm gonna tell one that my friend told me this morning uh she just responded to my question but then she told me like kind of the fuller story later on but she goes once i made out with my lift driver blacked out and he showed up at my house twice so i would like to go more into the story because i think it deserves an explanation yeah, I, need, I need more explanation on yeah that for sure yeah or, so this is susan again for you yeah from the roommate stories it's susan yeah. again susan again susan we love her we're always shouting her out on this podcast she has the best stories and she's also the best person i know um okay but she did make out with a lift driver while she's blacked out <laughs> <laughs> and she said that she had like just gotten out of a thing with someone and she was like kind of in that like you know like fuck it i'm just gonna like make out with someone to get over this person kind of phase and she like took a lift somewhere and then she like texted the lift driver that she left her gummy worms in the car (laughs) (laughs) she left her gummy worms so if he could pick her back up and then he drove her home he picked her back up. He drove her home. Okay. Wait, was this after they had already made out? No. Okay. And so then he dropped her off. And before, I think before she went inside, they started making out before she went inside to her house. Then she told her roommates that she had just made out with her Lyft driver and all of her roommates were like, <gasps> so then the next day, I guess he like 
knocked on their door and a roommate answers and he goes, is Susan home? And I guess he had brought her more gummy worms. Like he went out and bought more gummy worms. Yeah. And brought them to her. Yeah. And honestly, gummy worms sound so good right now. (laughs) I know they do. But I guess I was like, oh, that's like kind of nice. And she was like, it would have been, except he was like 40 and not attractive. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I don't remember. And then... (laughs) So, yeah, so he showed up at her house that time. And then I guess he, like, showed up again, like, the next day or something like that. But oh, my gosh. what's even funnier is that Susan worked at a daycare place, and his kids <laughs> I guess, like, he was maybe – she she thinks that he was maybe divorced or separated. <laughs> she's not She sure. took care of his and she kids saw him. at the daycare. Yeah, and she said that his kids were the worst. <laughs> oh my gosh that was a turn i was not expecting that i know because when i first heard the story i was like that's kind of cute like why did not, not why did that not work out and she's like well because he was 40 and ugly oh she was like well she was like he wasn't ugly she, he was just not good looking but susan's just like the nicest person so that just means that he's ugly sorry <laughs> sorry, sorry to that man but you know he has kids it's oh fun. my gosh yeah hopefully he was divorced or separated Okay, I'm going to read two that my friend wrote in that are pretty short. Okay. So first, she said, I'd been seeing a guy for roughly four months when we ran into his girlfriend of four years (laughs) at a bar. Current girlfriend, I presume. And they had been seeing each other for four months. Oh, my God. And they ran into his girlfriend. Honestly, how, How though? How does that even happen? That's so hard. What did you tell your girlfriend that you were doing... And then you guys ran into, like, were you like, I'm going out with the guys? And she's like, oh, I'm going out with the girls. And then you run into each other at the same bar? Yeah. That's just. And you're with some other girl on a date? I'm going to need more info on this. Yeah, I need more info. Like, what happened? How did that, how did that even how did, work? Like, how did that end? <laughs> Honestly, that guy, we should, we should have brought him on for the organization podcast because you have to be so organized you, to. I mean, four months to see someone else and be, like, casually just dating someone else. You're not, like secretly hooking up with them like you're just dating them you're actually dating them that's crazy okay the second one two families wait what people people with two families what are they doing during christmas what do they do they're on business for one of the families and the other one they're with i don't know i've never done it obviously i don't even have one family (laughs) (laughs) you would be so lucky to have a to have one family let alone two i know the more um, families, the more men. Yeah. I need I need multiple families. Anybody? Um, okay. The second one, she says, he stopped by his parents' house while driving us to dinner to drop off his dirty laundry. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we have to make a quick pit stop. Oh, my God. Pulls out a hamper from the back seat. He's like, hey, Mom, thanks. <laughs> hey, Mom, thanks. We're headed you to do get this some pizza. Dinner? <laughs> oh, God oh my gosh that is honestly so wild i actually have one that's kind of related to the the one who was dating someone oh, for, four for four months. months yeah yeah um the guy that i'm seeing he had a lot of really funny stories mm-hmm. and one of them uh a girl that he went on a date with was still living with her ex who showed up to the bar with her and he sat at a booth while we talked on the date, he said. And um, 
they shared a car and I guess they had like a fight right beforehand. That's how I said about it though. Oh my god. <laughs> and then how do you even end up in that situation. I don't know. He has cr- a lot of crazy days stories cuz here's here's the other two. He went on a date with a woman who insisted on choosing his food because she was a foodie and refused to let him choose anything on the date. Horrifying. Horrifying. <laughs> for him. How? That's so emasculating, though. Uh, yeah, he'll have the salad with a side of beef. I don't know. What do many? <laughs> salad, <laughs> side of beef. Jackie's favorite <laughs> Is that normal? I don't know. I don't eat normal things. Jackie's like, I'm can go I get a salad with a side I don't of beef? Do shit. No peanuts. <laughs> I don't no do avocado. shit. I don't no tomatoes. <laughs> really you could take off all of the stuff it's just lettuce and beef i don't even eat beef <laughs> okay what's the third one from him okay the last one was woman showed up extremely drunk to the date and he had to drive her in her car home and then drag her into her apartment oh my gosh yeah i actually have a story kind of similar to that mm-hmm. your own story yes okay go ahead it was me i showed up to the date <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> this is actually a story I wasn't planning on telling, but now that you mention it, it wasn't really a date. So there was this guy who was friends with my sister and her husband in college. I knew him because he was a bartender, like at some of the bars that I would go to in college. And he was so nice. And he would sometimes come to like, if my sister and her husband were like having a get together, he would come. Sweetest guy ever. So nice. Honestly, such a good guy. I was the worst. <laughs> So we would always, like, I'd run into him at the bars, he was bartending, and I'd, he knew who I was, and I'd be like, oh my gosh, we have to get together sometime, he was really cute, and I'd be like, we have to get together, whatever, and we ended up getting each other's numbers at some point, and so one night, I was at my friend's house, we all got our own bottles of wine, I drank an entire bottle of wine, and while I was doing that, I texted him, and I was like, we need to hang out, like, we should do something, I think it was a weekend night. And he was like, yeah, like, would you want to go get a drink? We started drinking early. We drank these bottles of wine at like 5 p.m. So we end up meeting up. I'm a full bottle of wine deep. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is bad. We meet up at this nicer bar in Fort Collins called Social. And we get a drink. I was already so drunk when I got there. Then we had a drink there. Then we went to the bar that he worked at. And we were hanging out there. Like, it was, it had closed for the night but like because he worked there we were just hanging out with like some of the people on the staff and oh my god i felt so bad i ended up talking to this other bartender that worked there who i also thought was so cute i can't even remember his name now but i started talking to him and we like hit it off and then that guy asked me okay <laughs> that guy asked me if i wanted to go like there was this like ski ball room at the bar and he's like do you want to go back there and like do molly and i was like what yeah <laughs> so he asked me if i wanted to do that i don't think i ended up even doing it but I was... What do you mean you don't think you ended up doing it? I don't think I did. I was so we, drunk. But you I would just, have remembered if you did I Molly. I would have known. Yeah. I don't... Uh, you would have remembered if you did Molly. I assure I you. I was already on the verge of not remembering anything. Yeah, but Molly is an upper. Right. So it would have made you less drunk. Okay. So you would have remembered. So I really didn't or I barely did any. Okay. I ended up talking to him for probably like two hours. I don't know where the other guy went. No idea. And this guy was so sweet. Like, the nicest oh, guy ever. just left. And I just, like, totally ditched him. And then my phone was dead when I left. So I couldn't call an Uber. I had Ubered there. I couldn't call an Uber. I ended up running into this girl. I had just started a new job at a different cocktail bar. And 
that girl worked there too. I barely knew her. And I ran into her on the street and I was like, she's like, hey, oh my gosh, like, how are you? Whatever. And I was like, I should ask this girl if I can like use her phone to call an Uber and like I'll Venmo her, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I should ask her, I should ask her. And I was like, no, that's weird. Ended up being like, hey, like calling back to her and being like, I'm so sorry, but my phone's dead. Like, I know this is weird, but can I use your phone to call an Uber? Like, I'll Venmo you next time I see you at work. I'll get your Venmo. Like, it was so terrible <laughs> that was one of my i wouldn't even know if i'd call that a date but like we went and you got were drinks. the worst you were what made the i date was worst. the one that made the day yeah bad. the other guys like the other guy is so nice there's no chance he listens to this but like my sister listens to this she'll she'll know who i'm talking about this guy was the nicest guy he was so sweet and like after that we just like never really talked like when i'd see him at the bar like he would never really like talk to me oh i think he was just kind of like this girl was like a hot mess and <laughs> i was at the time i'm you know things are different now you're just hot no i know i know okay well do you want to read another one since i just went okay yeah so someone said that that they went on a date with a guy who eventually admitted he might be a sex addict a and sex addict? Yeah, sex okay. addict. Am I saying that wrong? Sex addict? Yeah, that's, that's not. <laughs> sex addict? He's a sex addict. <laughs> <laughs> Add sex upstairs. He's the sex He's addict. He's addicted to sex. Addict. Chronically addicted to sex. Okay. Um, <laughs> Did you all get that? <laughs> Did you get that? He has a lot of sex and he you feels himself that he's addicted. addicted to it. You could potentially. There's dangers he has sex involved. Sex addicts, I think. It's hard to say. Sex addicts. Why can't I say it? <laughs> he's a sex addict. He's an, a sex addict. Was <laughs> <laughs> that right? Okay. Why is this so hard? <laughs> okay. All right. So he might, he might be a sex addict. <laughs> And he tried to convince me to go home with him. And when I said maybe, I was leaning on no. I was still early. I was still trying to feel it out. I I went to go pee. I came back and he was literally gone. (laughs) What? He was like, I know another place I can get it. If you're on the fence, I'm leaving. (laughs) He's like, I need a yes or no right now. Oh my gosh. Well, at least he didn't try to pressure her. Yeah, I guess. Right? He just, she said maybe and he said I'm out. (laughs) not working harder for that but i guess he had already he she said good news he had already paid for drinks oh okay yeah all right, all right. Well, seems like a win of, for you yeah, honestly that's kind of a, that's seems a like a win a win-win because you didn't have to have a sex and yeah. make this guy's addiction worse yeah exactly mm-hmm. you were able to help him with his addiction and you had a free drink well you probably didn't help but you, you didn't, didn't perpetuate you didn't, it yeah you didn't perpetuate <laughs> it yeah mm-hmm. we hope that he's um doing well he didn't encourage it yeah okay here's the next one so it was a first date we were planning on a hike the day before he told me he'd pick me up at 4 a.m to do a 14er uh, hiking as a first date is such so, a bad idea please do not do that ever ask me to go Why? on a hike for a first date and guys in colorado always they like, always do we should go on a hike the first i'm like i don't want to do that the first date we yeah, can do that I later be sweaty as fuck and now if they want to go on like a mountain see how drive. out of shape i am a mountain drive, yeah. 100% down for that. I don't because be, like, as we discussed earlier, Nicole, it's the hottest thing a guy can do is drive, drive. a car. The, okay, we're just going to go on a sidebar really quick. <laughs> the hottest thing, take notes, a guy can do mm-hmm. is, this is a more specific one, but drive a car in reverse. Yeah, and, and they just put like, his have hand no, 
no care in the world no care in the world put his hand on the the passenger side headrest yeah and like look back nothing nothing's hotter that's foreplay i can't it is just do that it's universally agreed upon yeah and they're ask any woman driving backwards like they're barely even paying attention Mm mm-hmm with all the confidence in the yeah. world, they're just driving a car in reverse. I think it's just, it's confidence is hot. Like, men always drive cars in reverse in confidence because, yeah, because they've, they've just known how to do it. And they don't, birth, there's apparently. no stereotypes weighing them down. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no one's telling them they're a bad driver. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So she says, he failed to tell me it was four hours away <laughs> on a first date. <laughs> We got along fine, but you could tell we didn't mesh. Longest day of my life. I don't know if that's crazy or wild, but yeah. So, Oh my God. That's my her, worst nightmare. That's the worst. He says, let's go on a hike. Then he tells her it's a 14er. She's like, okay, this girl's like in good shape. She like works uh-huh. out a lot. So he tells her it's a 14er. She's like, all right, yeah, sure. Then they get in the car to drive there. He's going to pick her up at 4 a.m. They're driving four hours there. Then they're hiking a 14er, which is a long hike. Mm-hmm. And then four hours back and they just went on the first date this is their first date and she said they didn't even she's like we got along but we got along fine but we didn't mesh so it's not even like you're totally enjoying yourself you're just like mm-hmm. with this person for eight hours in a car oh my god and, and like then potentially like three to four hours that's like a, a 12 hour day that's terrible that's like you need to be like dating for like months until you have like a 12 hour date like that yeah like a month like that's just so crazy the first date no 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 to that I kind of I kind of have a story like that. It kind of reminded me of that. I was like seeing this person for a while, but it was like in London and on my birthday, I really wanted to go see Stonehenge and it was like a I don't remember how long the bus ride. It was like, definitely a few hours mm-hmm. and like seriously like 15 minutes into the bus ride, I was like I don't want to be with this person doing this right now, but we had like already uh rented an Airbnb. Oh, you were staying the night? Yeah. <gasps> and I was like, I don't want to be with this person like 15 minutes in. And then I had spent like 24 hours with them on my birthday. It's the worst birthday. Oh my gosh. I did not know that story. Yeah, that was bad. You're always like, yeah, that happened to me one time in Europe at Stonehenge. <laughs> I was at a French bakery. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so annoying when people like, when they talk about their travel experiences just like when they bring it up all the time yeah and they're like oh my so gosh I just like try when not I to bring it Europe, up when i was in study abroad like i know but that's i do have like stories you know like i but have a lot like, of stories of course, what are you gonna say like i was i wanted to go to this place it's like but you don't yeah. make it sound like oh my god yeah when i was on study abroad did you know i studied abroad i went to several i studied in different countries and i was in france at a french bakery it was so cute and i saw the cutest little girl in a little beret and i just loved her no okay Here's the next one. My friend wrote in and said, I was seeing a guy who lived a few hours from me. One weekend, he planned to come visit so we could spend some one-on-one time together. When he was about five minutes out from picking me up, he texted me and said, my friend and I are picking up to go to the liquor store so we can party tonight. Who are you bringing? I was so confused and annoyed, so I rallied my friend who later met up with us at this house party I was taken to where I knew nobody. Eventually, we went out to the bars, and I got so drunk, I took him back to my place, slept with him, and then felt so weird about it the next morning, I made my roommate come with me to buy Plan B. (laughs) But she was like, he was out of, he didn't live in the same town as her. They planned a weekend visit for him to, like, come up and see her. And And he brought a friend. He brought a friend, and then they went to a party and, like, went out. That is so weird. Also, especially because, like, someone's about to visit me. 
for a weekend. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. What if he just, like, showed up and was like, get in, loser, we're going to a party. <laughs> He's like, bring a friend. we're going to the liquor store, bring a friend. And you're like, <laughs> I was not expecting this. Okay, do you want to go? Mm-hmm. This is from my friend who, like, she just has such great stories, so this is probably going to be a good one. I haven't read it yet. So she started it with, oh my god, I have a horrible date story. This was January, February 2018. I was 22 and in my senior year of college. I went on a Tinder date with this guy named Jake, who was, like, late 20s, probably 28 or 29. We had really good chemistry over text and really good banter. He picks me up in his car and immediately smoke is coming out from under the hood. Which is not a problem. No judgment. I told him I had the same problem once and he just needed coolant. He was extremely agitated, brushed me off, and said that was impossible and I didn't know what I was talking about and was generally rude. I should have known then then and there that he was a dick, but I just chalked it up to stress. Ultimately, we scrapped our original plans and took an Uber to a bar near my place. This is where he shared his true colors as a real fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) He was a film studies major. Ooh, Ooh, already a red flag. Hard pass. (laughs) Mm. So I asked him if he had seen any of the movies nominated for Oscars because the Oscars were coming up and I was trying to see all of them for fun. He literally said, I would never watch any of those. I only watch film noir and anything else is a waste of time. Oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Then he asked me what my plans are for after graduating. And I tell him that once I graduate, I am on my own financially. And I calculated what I need to make to make my own way. And then I was going to try and find a job in Denver. And if I can't babysit while I look, because I know that will pan me enough. He literally said, no offense, but you sound incredibly naive when you say things like that. Later, we were talking about what I was learning about in school and I talked about how Toni Morrison is one of the best authors in our lifetime and he said if you're genuinely if you genuinely think that your education probably isn't as good as you think it is and your plan to get a job will probably not be successful so I know that this girl wait the story's not done yet but just like I know this girl was an English major and so was I it is just like well known that Toni Morrison is one of the best writers of all time right that's like I would just probably leave right there I'd probably slap that man honestly yeah I'd be like you know what I'm gonna stop you right there and leave yeah um then we started arguing about Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison and he said the book was a joke and I caught him in a lie and proved he hadn't even read it and was just talking out of his ass at that point I paid my bill and literally walked out yeah Later that night, he texts me and accuses me of ditching him to pay for a $100 Uber. Where the fuck do you live in Denver where your Uber is $100? Also, didn't he have a car? Yeah, he picked... Oh, well, maybe because the... Maybe the car, the car broke, down? broke down. That's What wild. a dick. Yeah, for real. Why even go out on a date if you're going to be like that? And then someone who's... He's like saying, oh, that's just so bad. And she's like, have you even read it? Is this something you even experienced? No. Do... Do men get that, like, you're supposed to act like you're interested, at least, in what the other you person You know, I think in? a lot of men just want to be the smartest person in the room, and they think that women are stupid. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I've also been on dates where the guy just talks about himself the entire time. Yes, I was going to say, yeah. Go ahead. Date, well, I'll tell, like, this story really quick because it was one of yeah, the ones I Yeah, I also have tell. one of my own that where the guy didn't shut up. Go ahead. So, so I was going on this date with this hinge guy. And I had a prior engagement before the date. I had a meeting uh, I'm on campus. This was when I was in school. And I told him that I'd let him know when I was done and then we could meet at this bar. And he texted me. I get my phone after the meeting and I see that he's texted me. And he's like, hey, just got here. Going to order a drink, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, 
Why? I texted him and I was like, hey, like I just got out of my meeting. I'm not going to be there right away. Like I probably won't be there for a half hour. And he was like, that's totally fine. Like I'm going to order a drink. I'm just going to chill. Like no worries. And I was like, okay, like you do you. Order a drink. That's fine. So I get there. Sure enough, he has a drink. He's just chilling. He started kind of talking about himself. And then he was like, do you want to go up to the bar and get a drink? Because it wasn't a serve. Like they didn't service the table. You had to go to the bar. So I got up and he's like, let's go get a drink. Like, let's go get your drink, whatever. So I get up and I go to the bar with him. I left everything at the table. Like I left my purse, my phone there. Like I just wasn't thinking. I just like hopped up and went over to the bar. And I ordered and the bartender was like, okay, like, did you want to start a tab? Mind you, this guy ordered another drink too. And he put it on his own tab. He's like, the bartender knew that this guy already had a tab. He put it on his tab. He asked me, do you want to start a tab? And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I left my wallet at the table. Like not on purpose. I was like, sat there for like five seconds thinking that the guy would be like oh just like put it on my tab I don't need him to like buy me a drink I don't need him to sponsor the night but like I could have gotten the next round like I should have my wallet right there on me and he literally just like sat there and looked at me and I was like oh like well let me just run back to the table across the bar and go grab my wallet like so I went back grabbed it like he could have easily been like oh no just like put it on my tab that guy had just put a drink on, on his the, own tab. On the tab. Okay. Anyway. So that did was he, frustrating. Did he invite you to the yeah. bar? Yeah. And See, it was, I and it's like not a big deal. Like, you. I don't need someone to pay for all my stuff on the first date and pay for all my drinks. Like, I could have gotten the next run. I don't care. I just, that was so embarrassing because clearly the bartender could tell, like, we were on a date. And the guy just does not say, like, oh, my gosh, if that was me, I would have been like, oh, my gosh, just put it on my tab. I don't care. It's mm-hmm. not, if you can afford a drink, you can afford another drink on your tab. And mm-hmm. you just bought two drinks. Like, so I had to go back, get my wallet, come back, open a tab. It was so ridiculous. So then we went back to the table. He wanted to talk about himself the entire time. He told me all sorts of stories. I guarantee you, he didn't even leave there knowing what I was studying in school. He didn't know anything about me. Then he, like, because on Hinge, I had, like, said something about the office on my profile. He was like, oh, look, you're, like, an office fan. And he's like, how much do you really know? Like, and starts quizzing me. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Why do men uh, do that? I don't know. And I was like, he was like, oh, you really like don't know this? Oh, you don't know this? And I was like, oh my gosh, well, I guess I don't. Like, I don't, I'm not here to like prove I'm the biggest office fan in the world. I just said I liked it. Like, <laughs> Jesus. And he's one of those people who thinks liking the office is a personality trait. And he was like, I have office trivia at my house. Like, next time we hang out, we're playing it. Like, I know I'll be you. And I was like, oh, it was just super weird. That is weird. Yeah. I also have a date where a guy talked about himself so much. Um, I'm like, you could just ask a question. Yeah. Like, I'm clearly asking just you ask questions. That's question. why you're talking about yeah. yourself. Yeah. It's common courtesy yeah. to ask And then it's like, back. I'm not going to, I'm not the type of person that, like, if someone's talking about themselves, usually I'm not like, well, my experience with that right. is this. Like, I don't, I try not to do that because yeah. it feels rude. So, like, I always am like... I'm going to try and ask them you, like, more ask questions more about it. Yeah. Because like, I don't, I don't know like, what else to do. Right. And then they're just like not asking you anything. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird. Yeah. So my story. I was on Hinge and I was talking to this guy named Jack. And Jack went to CU Boulder. Mm-hmm. That was his actual name? Uh, yeah. His name was Jack and he went to CU Boulder. So, and this is when I lived in DC. So I was like, oh my God, like you went to CU Boulder. Oh. Like, okay, like we have something in common and our names are the same. Like it'd be so cool to date someone who has the same name. So we like went on a date and he was like 
really, really cute, but would not shut up about himself the entire time. And not only that, but would not ask me a single question about myself. Did not want to get to know me at all. But like, he really felt like the date was going well. And I was, I like came home and I was like, he's so cute, but like, he just did not ask me a single question. Like, you could be like, hey, what did you learn about me on that date? Yeah. Yeah. And you'd be like, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. And then he asked me to hang out again. And this was during like the Black Lives Matter protests when they were like really at their height. And I was like, well, today I'm going to protest. Do you want to like come meet me? So he met me while I was protesting. When we got there, he like was like, oh, like I'm also going to meet some friends here. I'm like, okay. Like you didn't tell me that, but that's fine. Like, sure. Trying to meet new people. And so we were, like, walking with his friends, and his friends just, like, you know, they weren't talking to me at all. Like, I was just kind of, like, kind of the odd one out, I guess. Yeah. Like, beginning to not feel like a date and more just, like... And so then his friends start smoking a joint and offer Jack some of the joint, and Jack takes it and smokes it. Does not offer me any. Oh, my God. <laughs> just gets stoned off his ass at this protest with his friends. I can't believe he wasn't like, you want something. Yeah, and did not That's ask me. That's shocking. Knows that I go to see you. And he's, he lived in Colorado. Yeah. This is a common courtesy. Yeah, it's just common courtesy to ask the person you're on a date with. Like, why would you want to be on a date Anyone with someone who wasn't like, high and you were? Yeah, that's so awkward. And it's like, you're just standing with a bunch of people and you're passing around a joint. You don't just be like, not you. Like, yeah. you're just like, hey, do you want, I mean. That's like. That's so weird. Yeah. That's like super rude i feel like that's super rude yeah so then i was like okay whatever and then we we went back to his place and i think i like slept there and the next morning i like left my nose ring there and it was like my favorite nose ring and i was like yeah i can get it like next time we hang out but then he just like did not text me back again oh my gosh what did he do with the nose ring throw it out i guess he must have just he just ghosted me and i was like why are you ghosting me? You were the worst. You were the worst. Like, you're ghosting me? <laughs> and you took my nose ring? Yeah. Men so, do be the worst. Men do be, for real, the worst. Okay, mm-hmm. I have a short one. Okay, go ahead. She said, okay, the day part wasn't wild, but I ended up on a blind day with one of my professors. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no more information. We need more information, though. We need more information about this. Um, what the heck? She just ended up on a blind date with a professor. How do you just end up on a blind date? I wonder if it was her professor at the time or if it was like a previous professor. Or a future professor. Yeah, like did did you go on the date and then he ended up being your professor? We We need more information on this. Yeah. What would be the best scenario for you? For me? (laughs) I think. Because for me, I'm sorry. (laughs) For me, I think the best case scenario would be future, like you met you met someone on a blind date it went okay but like you didn't really hit it off and then he ends up being your professor you're like oh my gosh this is really weird you're like you know what it's fine and because you didn't hit it off there's no like weirdness there it's just Mm -hmm. like oh like we can we're kind of like cool with each other like we know each other you know Mm -hmm. because if it's past you show up and you're like oh my god right so and so like and if it's present you're like i best be getting out of here now (laughs) this is actually probably not okay or you're like i'm not doing so well in this class Stay here, have a few drinks. <laughs> You're like, I know we're not hitting it off, but what would it take? <laughs> but what would it take? I could, I could what? use an A. We're just talking about like this is bad. student relationships. <laughs> okay, that's come up a little too much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I went on a pumpkin carving contest with a guy. He didn't help. Refused to carve a skull because it's not scary. Ween. 
<laughs> made fun of my pumpkin and made us take a picture together. He then insisted on walking me home and was scared of a motorcycle. I guess she has a motorcycle, which is pretty sick. Oh. Oh, was scared of just a random motorcycle? Like a motorcycle that drove by? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I just can't shake that that motorcycle drove by us. He's like, did you see that? <laughs> Should we call somebody? <laughs> he was wearing a leather jacket. <laughs> and a helmet. <laughs> Eventually, I lied about my turn so I could get rid of him. Oh my god, she ended up just walking alone? Mm-hmm. Worst date ever. Ew, that's so weird. I feel like I haven't been on enough dates. Here's the next one. I met this guy on a dating app. We had met up once before for drinks. The second meetup, he came over for a movie. We watched Planet Earth, of course. Things started to escalate. We went to my room, hooked up. All that <laughs> was Planet Earth. Can you <laughs> see that scene? It was maybe so horny. <laughs> really? I've never watched Planet Earth like on like a... Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know why you would watch Planet. Oh, yeah. Okay, anyways, keep going. Things started to escalate. We went to my room, hooked up, all that jazz. We were laying there after, and he hopped out of bed and was like, "I'm gonna run in my car real quick and grab my night kit." <laughs> and I was like, "Your night kit?" And he was like, "Yeah, just like my mouth guard because I grind my teeth in my sleeping mask." So she sent me the rest of this story in a video. So I'm just gonna try to sum it up. But basically, she was like, "I think that this guy, like at this point, I think this guy's fucking with me. Like he's trying to leave." This is what he does. Like, he says he's going to go out to his car, and then he, like, never comes back. And, no, sure enough, he comes back. He puts in his mouth guard. He puts on his, like, (laughs) eye patch thing. And he's like, I just am really sensitive to light. Like, I can't sleep if there's any light coming in. That's fine if you sleep with a night guard. So do I, because I grind my teeth. I'm not bringing that to a date slash sleepover first time. Why does he keep it in his car? He needs it, I guess. So he really thought the date was going to go that well. He really thought it was going to go that well. Then he brought his night kit, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, with him. And then, yeah, I guess he stayed the night. And then in the morning, I guess also she said that he got, like, locked in her bathroom because it was, like, a super old house. And he got locked in there and she had to, like, (laughs) get him out. I really hope he was still wearing his night guard. He was like, oh, I can't can't get out. I'm stuck in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, refuses to take it out in case he grants his teeth again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like i can't understand you please remove the n- mouth guard he's and he's like <laughs> what if i grab my teeth his eye mask on he's like i'm just really sensitive to like <laughs> I can't see like take it off no and then i guess i think she said that they like didn't hang out again but i don't know for sure um but that would be so was... funny if she was like now we're married <laughs> and things went great <laughs> okay so my friend told me the story last night so I went on this date with a guy named Sam who was a worship leader at a big church. And I was like, that's tight. And then he also had an indie band on the side. And he was like, all right, let's meet up at a park at 630. And I was like, okay, cool. So then it's like six o'clock. And he's like, oh, I actually have a phone call with my agent. Can we meet at like seven? So I'm like, sure. Seven o'clock comes. I'm driving like almost there. And he's like, oh my God, I'll be there at 745. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like okay so he finally gets there finally shows up and immediately starts blasting off about his ex-girlfriends and how every single girl has cheated on him and he's like i'm never the issue it's always them and i'm like yeah man wow just like entertaining him and then i'm like sam we've been walking for a while can we sit down and he's just talking and talking on this bench and just like a complete narcissist and will not shut up and then i'm like hey, Sam, are you spontaneous? And he's like, yeah, I am. And I'm like, do you want to go get some food? And he's like, yeah, let's go to Taco Bell. (laughs) 
yeah of course like on a first date taco bell that's the first place that you go to yeah and i tell him that i want a baja blast and a chalupa and he's like i got you a large remember that a large baja blast what does he mean remember that (laughs) it's like a 20 cent difference <laughs> Listen, I spent an extra nickel on this large Baja Blast. Remember that when I ask you on a second date. Um, okay, then he's telling me about his fifth grade girlfriend who had a fat ass. <laughs> who cheated fifth on grade? Who cheated on him as well? Your fifth grade girlfriend with a fat ass cheated on you. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, and I've never recovered. It's just a really big trauma in my life. That's how straight men be. Literally, they're like my fifth grade girlfriend with a fat ass cheated on me, and I just can't trust women ever since then. Ever since then, I do not trust women who have a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> or fifth graders. <laughs> <laughs> when I see fifth graders walking down the street, I cross the street. She's like, I just can't take it. I have to call my therapist. <laughs> um, yeah, and she's like, oh, okay, this started since fifth grade. Got it. I noticed, and then when, when I was in his car, I noticed that his guitar was in the back in the middle of summer just like out uncased which like if you have a guitar yeah or like a string instrument you're like not supposed to leave it out in the heat yeah uncased so just i'm like, like is that your guitar <laughs> he's like oh i forgot that i had that in here <laughs> it's like oh yeah you left your uncased guitar sure and he's like yeah let me p- play you something oh my god so he plays me two it's songs like perfectly tuned yeah. he's like it's been in here for ages <laughs> i don't even know what this is my old guitar and then so and then he plays me two songs and they were pretty good and then he asked me if he wanted if he <laughs> if he wanted him to tattoo me with his tattoo gun. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a wild ride from start to finish. He has a guitar and a tattoo gun in his car. <laughs> I don't know if it was in his car. I think he was like, Do you want to keep continuing to hang out? Oh, still weird. Yeah. Still weird. He's like, Do you want me to leave my mark on you? <laughs> <laughs> horrifying i don't have sex let's leave my mark i just tattoo tattoo people okay nice let's see this is my second to last so first of all this is collins just so you know first date going to dinner picked her up at her house and she said we need to make a quick pit stop the quick stop was picking up her sister who had just been discharged from rehab The sister came with us to dinner, was very nice, and then my date got in a fight with a lady in the lobby and hit her with her purse, so the cops were called. I took the sister back to the house and dropped her off. We talked about gardening, never got a call back from either one. (laughs) So he ended up taking the sister from rehab home because the other sister apparently was being questioned by the cops (laughs) after uh, this is the original date. Technically, he went on a date with both of them, never got a call back from either. Colin's such a gentleman. I know. He talked with the rehab sister about gardening. That's how I knew. <laughs> this one was really wholesome. And I, I liked that because we didn't get any, like, wholesome ones. It was all, like, bad dates, which mm-hmm. is, like, kind of what we asked for. But, um, okay, so he said that he took this girl on a date in Australia by sneaking into a wine vineyard and having a picnic with wine and a blanket on the countryside. We successfully snuck in between the rows of grapes and we ended up having sex during the sunset in the middle of this beautiful vineyard. Second date. She was also from Finland. That's the wildest date story I got. It's also the best date I've been on for sure. Oh my gosh. Wow, that sounds so nice. I know. Wow. Wow, guys. Really 
if you're not breaking into a vineyard during sunset with an entire picnic ready what are you doing what are you honestly what are you doing what are you doing you're not doing it right you're not doing it right that's for sure that's for sure Mm -hmm. okay this is the last one um the last submission we're gonna read and then we're gonna tell some of our own stories which are so she said on my first date with my ex we went to the paint mines and i fell nine feet and broke my fucking foot and then he was like omg we should go back and probably take you to the hospital but I wanted to seem cool, so we hiked for another couple hours and took photos and such, and the whole time I was in so much pain. Then he tried to take me to the hospital, and I refused, so we went and got sushi, and then I went to the hospital, and they were like, um, yeah, you fucked up your foot very bad. We dated for like a year after that, though, so my charm worked. Your charm of breaking your foot <laughs> and refusing medical like care? <laughs> I'm God, not doing you, it. Girl, you I are so have, fucking cute when you lit- refuse medical care like that. <laughs> I straight up would have been like, carry me down and call an ambulance. (laughs) Something's not right. Fell nine feet. Nine feet? That's really far. Is it? Is it? (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't know. It feels like far enough to break break something. Say if you were standing up on this counter. If you you weren't expecting it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you landed weird. I mean, you can break something. I mean, she broke her foot regardless of the We're like questioning, like, how did this really happen? (laughs) Dude, that's exactly how I am with Joe Biden's <laughs> foot break. Have you seen that? He broke no. his foot. He broke his foot? Recently? Yeah. No, I didn't, you didn't see, see that. this. The story was that he broke his foot coming out of the shower trying to pull the dog's tail or something like that. <laughs> and we were like, that's a fake story. He was trying to fuck this dog, wasn't he? <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. But. <laughs> But, like, what is the real story there? I have n- you don't break your foot by playing with the dog. And he was naked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was naked during it. Why were you playing with the dog naked? Oh, my God. That's just asking for trouble. But I somehow he broke his foot. You didn't hear about this? No. It's all over Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter that much. All right. Do you want to share one of your... Okay, so we're going to go into sharing some of our personal stories. Mm-hmm. So, Jackie? So, I guess I want to s- start by saying... You guys probably, if you guys listen to the second episode, I have a story about me falling off a scooter, basically front flipping off a scooter um, on a first date with a guy. And if you want to hear the whole story, it's super funny. Go listen to the the first part of the second episode. Mm -hmm. It's like in the intro. In the intro, yeah. Um, So that's like probably my favorite date story because it just makes me look completely dumb. But... I told a few other ones, but I was talking to two friends and they were talking about how they really want to go to this comedy show and I really wanted to go to it. So we all got tickets together just to go as friends. And then um, I started, like a week later, I started talking to one of the guys and we started like hooking up a little. And then I also had a feeling that the other guy had a crush on me. Mm. So when we finally like we went out to dinner first and so i was on a like kind of like a date with these two guys who like both liked me and at that point i was like i don't think i like either of these people so it's like the most awkward date and then i was like sitting between them at like a comedy show and i was like this is my worst nightmare that sounds pretty funny (laughs) you could do a comedy bit on that yeah i probably could but it was really awkward because i was like i know that both of these people like me relate but mm-hmm. that sounds really fun for you. <laughs> Once again. All right, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> this one's a little more, um, what's the word? 
sexual. <laughs> so I was hooking up with this guy that I worked with at a restaurant. And it was, this was the very last time we hooked up. We kind of like stopped. We were like, oh, we don't really want to do this anymore or whatever. And then randomly one night we like ran into each other out and we like ended up going home together. He came to my apartment and we hooked up and I knew that he had used a condom because I saw him open it. And then he ended up leaving. He didn't stay the night. And after he left, I got up and I had seen that there was no bag in my trash can in my bathroom. And I was like, where did he throw the condom away? And I was like, did he flush it down the toilet? That's just like super weird. Whatever. I didn't think much about it. I was like still kind of drunk from being out. And I was like, it's fine. I'm sure he flushed it down the toilet or something. Because it wasn't in the... The wrapper was on the floor. Mm -hmm. But then... The condom wasn't in the trash. It wasn't, I don't know, could not find it. So I go to bed, <laughs> wake up the next day, get up, go about my day. So over 24 hours later, I go to bed again the next night and I wake up in the night. I wake up and have you ever like, sometimes I'll wear like a retainer to bed and it'll be, it'll, it, it'll have been so long since I wore the retainer that I'll take it out in my sleep and I'll wake up like holding it. That's what happened with this condom. I woke up. It was in your mouth before. But <laughs> no. have you ever woken up and there's like something in your bed and you're like holding it? <laughs> no. no? Well, that hasn't happened to me. I think you're just trying to find a way to I'm trying save to find this. a way to understand how this condom <laughs> got under my pillow. The next day though. The next day. It was in my bed all day for over 24 hours. The next day, the next night, I went to bed. I woke up in the middle of the night holding it. <laughs> One of the worst things that's you wake ever. Up and just scream. I didn't know what it was because you wake up and you're like <laughs> half asleep and you're like, what is this? You wake up and you're like, ew! <laughs> ew, David. <laughs> I don't even remember. I obviously th- threw it away. I don't know what I did with it, but I remember being so grossed out. And I was like, how could you possibly... Just take that up and just leave it in the bed. He wasn't. Did he tie it at least? I don't think so. My <laughs> God, Nicole. That was one of my worst ones. It's not the worst one. Um, the want, real worst one, to... I just like can't really share. But <laughs> okay. Um, do you have another one? Yeah, I just have a really quick last one. This is a risky one. Yeah, the date went really well. Other than that, but like. Sometimes I just make bad choices. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Um, Spill it for the whole world to hear. So it was my mom's birthday. My dad was like, okay, I'm going to call you and we're going to sing happy birthday. Or they wanted to FaceTime, but I said I couldn't because I made with- some excuse. <laughs> because I was on a date. I was like kind of hitting off with this guy pretty well. And next thing you know, we're having sex. <laughs> Let's get to a few parts there, but yeah, we're having sex. And so before we started having sex, I was like, I know that my dad is going to call me. So like, I might have to stop. I said like, I'm going to have to stop because like my family is really important to me. I have to take this call. Yeah. I didn't think that we were going to have sex right then. Like I thought we were going to wait, but just like things got really hot and heavy really fast. (laughs) And we're like having sex. We're like in the middle of it, you know, on his couch. And my dad calls me, you know, and it's ringing and... I'm like, should I get that? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I guess. I don't know what he said. He was like, yeah, like, 
you said you needed to get rid of her. I'm not sure. In the moment, I literally have no idea what was happening. We were literally in the middle of sex. So I just was like, yeah, I got to take this. And then I just answer it. He is still inside of me. (laughs) Anyway, your dad's now disowned you. No, my dad didn't know. He knows now. No. Oh, yeah. Now he knows. (laughs) So, like, he removes himself from me. (laughs) And and I start singing happy birthday. (laughs) Seconds after... Being, being on top penetrated. of someone. Yeah. Love that for you. Um, and, and then so I get off the phone with my parents and he was like, why did you answer that? And I was like, I told you I needed to answer that phone call. Let's okay. hear This is going to be the final story. This and is this the, is yeah. one of my favorite stories of all time. We're going to, this is really going to go out with a bang. So one night. <laughs> I haven't heard this story in a while, so I'm excited. I was out at a bar. This was, I was probably like 22, 21, 22. So I was out at a bar. I met this guy who was so hot, really good looking guy. And he, we were like talking, we were hitting it off. And I was like, this guy just seems out of my league, honestly. And whatever, he seemed into me. We ended up, he ended up coming back to my apartment. And he was pretty adamant about like wanting to come back to my apartment. And I was like, okay, yeah, like that's fine. And I actually had never brought like a random guy home at that point (laughs) sorry mom (laughs) and so he comes over and he was like man I'm so hungry like whatever (laughs) I was like like, yo you can like make food or whatever like here you go and I open up the fridge first of all he stole one of my roommate's beers out of the fridge and took it to the bathroom and drank it (laughs) which already kind of weird on the toilet then yeah and then well he took two and i saw him he put them like in the back of his pants and then turn around and walk down the hall to the bathroom. (laughs) you're not fooling anybody left one of them in the bathroom on unopened so he comes back out i tell him he can make some food he asks if he can make some eggs he sees eggs in the fridge he wants to make eggs i was like sure go ahead so we go over i pull out a pan for him he cracks six eggs <laughs> half a dozen and he scrambles them up cooks them and then eats them straight out of the pan like he has eaten in days <laughs> so I was like okay that's a little weird but like I don't know what goes on during one night stands why did you end up hooking up with this guy I don't know man though <laughs> That's normal. I don't know. <laughs> so first he cooked six eggs in my house. And this story has gone down in history. Everyone knows that some dude came to my house and cooked six eggs. So we don't even end up hooking up. We, like, made out. And that was it. He sleeps in my bed. In the morning, we wake up, and I was like, yeah, do you want me to, like, take you home? Because obviously we had, like, Ubered home from this bar the night before. So I asked him if he wants me to take him home. He's like, yeah, sure. So we start driving. He's giving me directions, but he never gives me an address. He just, like, keeps giving me directions. <laughs> and so finally he's like, oh, yeah, you can just, like, drop me off on this corner. Like, it's just easier or whatever. And I was like, okay, like, that sounds good. So I drop him off. It was just a super weird experience, whatever. So fast forward to, like, maybe a few weeks later. I'm at work. I was working at BJ's at the time. 
when is BJ's going to sponsor us? We literally name dropped him in every episode. I was working at BJ's. You never have good things to say, though. Oh, yeah. Never good things. It would just be like a, an ad to not go there. <laughs> you know? No, it's like, it's fine, but it's not that great. Honestly, their competition should pay us. Yeah. Who is that? Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> so I go into work one day and my boss is like, yeah, you're going to be, I was food running. And he's like, you're going to be training someone on food running. And I was like, okay, like that sounds good. This dude who cooked six eggs at my house shows up and I have to train him <laughs> food running. And what are the odds that this random guy then gets a job at the place that I work and then is working his first day on the same day as me. And then I'm the one training him. So I'm feeling like so awkward. I'm training him. Like, I don't know what to say. We were both being super awkward. So at the end of the night, I was, he wanted to order food. So I was like helping him put in food to order. And I was like, he said something that made me think, oh, he doesn't remember me. He said like, what's your name again? Or he said, it was nice meeting you or something like that. And I was like, you don't remember me? And he was like, should I? I was like, yeah, you came over to my house and cooked six <laughs> eggs. You should remember me. And I mean, like, that's normal dude behavior. <laughs> Why would he remember you? He literally goes, oh, shit, that was you? And I was like, yeah, bro, that was me. You owe me six eggs and, like, honestly, some of my dignity back, it feels like. So that was horrible. And then come to find out that he what he didn't have a home at the time <laughs> he had been kicked out of an apartment and he was living out of his car so that makes that sense yeah really explains full circle as to why he didn't want me to drop him off at a house and why he needed six eggs i don't know what his situation was but he was living out of his car and he would ride his bike to work mm-hmm. he honestly weird. it honestly makes you look like a hero right i gave him six eggs and two beers so, well, he only drank one. Then, then randomly, he stopped showing up to work. His bike is chained to the rack, and he stopped showing up to work, just no call, no shows, multiple days in a row. And everyone was like, what's going on? Like, what's the deal with that guy? I ended up talking to my manager, and I was like, what happened to this person? And my manager was like, oh, he was like, he had a warrant out for his arrest <laughs> in New York. And he was like, staying in Colorado because he had a warrant out for his arrest while he had he they ended up finding him and he had to go back to New York to like be arrested I guess I don't fucking know (laughs) so his bike was on the rack for like months and months after that like until I left that job and it's still there today it could be who knows no certainly not that was years ago but it was really just a wild such a wild story it never gets old every time (laughs) every time I hear it it gets better every time I hear six eggs I'm like that guy cooked six eggs in my house. Imagine. Everyone I can't eat hilarious. more than like three eggs. And that's no. if I'm starving. Yeah. Six? That's just too many eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Simply too much. His there name is Chad. There was a time when I had two eggs, like two egg omelet. Mm-hmm. And I had to stop having sex because <laughs> too many eggs. I'm always, I always have to eat before sex. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I get, like, so lightheaded. Like, it's just too much work. It's always, like... <laughs> you, mind if I, you mind if I uh, you mind if I have this granola bar before we get going? Honestly. honestly girl, I, girl who I mean, stretches before every, <laughs> for every sexual time, encounter. It's, like, 
we came home from the bar. I mean, this is, I, I'm not, this isn't something I'm doing anymore. This is, this was really a past life for me, but when I was hooking up with random guys and coming from the bar, like I wouldn't eat, obviously like I would be drunk and like, I wouldn't be thinking about food, but anyone I've dated, <laughs> one person <laughs> can tell you that I'm always having to eat. It's so ridiculous. I also always need like a lot of water. So Those are just normal human oh, things. Overall, it's probably not a good experience. <laughs> okay. So. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> we are changed. We are. So that's it. That was really fun. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we did. We loved reading your stories. Always check our story and like my personal story and Jackie's personal story. We always post all the questions there. If you want to be featured on the episode and have your story read, make sure you're keeping an eye on that so that you know when to write in. We're going to have some more submission episodes or submission segments, obviously, in the future. Mm -hmm. And they're always really funny. So thanks to everyone who did write in. And thank you for having sex. Yeah. Thanks to everyone for going on dates and having bad sex. This is really what's keeping our podcast alive. Yeah. Next week, we are going to be talking about love languages. Um, really diving into that. That guy's love language was six eggs. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to receive six eggs as a love language. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You can find us on Instagram at so Get so Far Podcast. You can find me at Nicole Pilgrim. And you can find me at Jackie's. <laughs> so sorry. Jackie's Addict. <laughs> Oh my god! And you can find us on Twitter. Literally crying at so good so far pod. We have five tweets and three followers. (laughs) So So bad at keeping up with it. Follow us on Twitter. Um, and we can't wait to hear from you guys next week. Also, if you haven't wished me happy birthday yet, you damn well better get on. (laughs) I swear to God, I have to have a fucking quarantine birthday. Me and everyone. Everyone, you're the last person. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you get for being born in a cold month, I guess. So, Besides the fact that you're born in a cold month. Yeah. Well, no, you like that. Oh, I love it. I don't I don't really hate it. Like, a lot of people think it's so terrible to, like, be born around Christmas because, like, your birthday and Christmas. I would hate to be well, born. Well, except when you were younger because you always had finals. I always had finals. I also always, like, people always try to, like, lump it together. They're always, like, wrapping your birthday Christmas. gifts in, like, Christmas wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. But it always made December, like, the best month. I love December so much. It's so fun you're always like even though there's finals it's like you're finishing school there's like i would always finish like right around my birthday because mm-hmm. usually you you finish up like 11 12 13 14th you know my birthday's on the 15th obviously and obviously if you didn't know that yeah if you know what day it was today feels like a personal thing so yeah i always have loved december um so it's not that and bad like the cold yeah and i like the cold oh my god yeah you're so right I would hate to have a summer birthday. Although if I was born in the summer, maybe I'd like the heat more. Who knows? Yeah, fall is my favorite month and I was born... Well, technically I was born in summer, but... I, fall is your favorite month? Yeah. Tell us more about that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please don't cut that out. Okay. All right, well, we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. It has been so, so good so, so far. far. Bye. Bye, guys. Oh, wait, did you want to stop doing that? <laughs> Tenth episode, cut it. Yeah, we're fine. Okay. Hey guys, how's it going? Oh, I know. We try not to say that, right? Well, we just have to say welcome back to another episode. Hello, fellas. <laughs>
said. 